So if you, if and when you get to that point, when it's like the most distinguished <laughs> guest in your eyes, right? And you're like, oh no, what do I do? Like, what do I do? A, you lean into it hard. And B, when you say the name of your podcast, you make it slightly Irish so you can call it all walks of fart. Yes. But then yes. you don't call it you don't call attention to it and then move on. Welcome to the all walks of fart. <laughs> yeah, and then you keep going and he's like, "Wait. What? I'm a I'm a sculptor." <laughs> And which podcast yeah, am yeah, I on? Yeah. But then you've already fired him four questions and he has to answer right, them. Right, right. As he's Oh, that's... <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Oh, well. Oh, well. God. Hello, Michael Worth here, and welcome to episode 33 of the All Walks of Art podcast. On today's show, we are recording this episode for video, and I will hit record, I promise. We talk about a rat named Roscoe, we dive into the creative process, and we enjoy tasty beverages while talking about creative stuff. But without further ado, allow me to introduce today's talented and extremely, insanely creative guest, the man who made clouds and dirt shoes propel him to the post office faster than a YouTuber chasing the UPS truck. (laughs) The maestro of moving magic pixels for a beast of a boss... My friend and Bic Pin aficionado. Please welcome to the show, Felix Schlater. What an intro. Yeah. I think uh, that's it. I think that's all we need. I think it is all we that's, need. Uh, that's what I needed for my ego <laughs> at this moment in time. Uh, I think anything else, this, anything else at this point would just be excessive. I will take all those compliments. <laughs> And put them into my tank and then just live out the rest of my life on that intro. Alone. Awesome, awesome. That was incredible. So uh, what are we drinking tonight? So this is uh, one of my favorites. This is called Hoptopus. It's, um, it's a double IPA, um, local brewery here in Virginia Beach, which is where I live for the time being. Um it's just a tasty double IPA. You know, I'm a fan of the hops, and the hoppier the better for me. If it makes me thirsty after I drink it, I'm on board. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Well, I'm, I'm getting something out of Kentucky, but I got to say it like this. Thomas Jefferson was from Virginia, so <laughs> had to have uh, some uh, Jefferson's Reserve. It says very old. Very old Kentucky straight <laughs> bourbon whiskey small batch, so it's a it's a nice little tasty sipper. And then I have Excellent. a beer. I have a beer for later, so I'll, I'll bring that out later. I got to do the liquor before beer thing, or I'm in trouble. Right, right. Maybe I don't Rhymes. know. So, but first, I want to I want to talk to you a little bit about a couple of things that are, are pretty interesting. I, I want all of my listeners to just kind of get to know Felix. And are you are you actually from Virginia? Uh, yes and no. Um, so I am a military brat. My dad, uh, is retired Navy. Um, and so we moved to Virginia in 2000. So I've been here for two decades. Wow. That's pretty wild. And so I've actually lived here before. Um, but it was just, you know, back and forth from coast to coast and, uh, ended up here. Very cool. So 
I remember hearing something about you being in Ohio for a while. Is that true? <laughs> <laughs> it is true. The rumors are true. Awesome. Um, so I was in Columbus, Ohio, let's see, for three years? I, Yeah, like three or four years. Um, and I've, I've been back a couple times because I've got friends that live there, and uh, you know I still keep in touch with them. And so being a military brat, you've got friends kind of peppered all over yeah. the states. And so it's, it's, it's nice to keep in touch. And especially when you go on road trips, you're able to just pop in and say hi to, to different folks. So, yeah. yeah. That's really cool. It's really cool. <laughs> so I met you for the folks listening. I met you on YouTube. I actually, I was perusing the internets and, uh, I was like, well, let's see what these kids on YouTube are doing today. <laughs> and I, I don't know how I stumbled on your channel. Um, but I did. And then there was this really cool, hashtag that I'd never noticed before. It's a content creator collective. Mm. And that's actually how I got to know you. So what, uh, what drove you to create a discord, uh, <laughs> server for everybody to, to hang out in? Um, you know, fame and money like everyone else. Oh yeah. I just definitely <laughs> just want to be famous <laughs> on my corner of the internet. Um, <laughs> you were asking why, why, why of all the things you could have started, why start a discord? Um, I think I was, kind of just getting into YouTube. I had consumed plenty of YouTube, watched a ton of it, um, but had really just kind of started uh, like partaking, I guess, for the lack of a better term, um, uploading my own content and really sort of um, just getting involved with the community of YouTube rather than just being a passerby. And so I think as I started to do that, I realized that I didn't have anyone around me in my immediate surroundings um, of uh, folks who, I just didn't have anyone around me who was making stuff particularly for YouTube. Plenty of creative friends who were writing music or shooting wedding films or things like that, but no one around me was really focusing on like, let's create internet content for the sake of internet content. <laughs> right. And so um, I'm the kind of person where if I jump into something, I have to surround myself with people who are doing it as well because I know <laughs> I, I tend to burn out pretty quick. And if I'm around people who are doing it, it motivates me to keep doing it. And so yeah. I knew early on, like, I think this is something I want to explore. So I should very quick off the, off the jump here uh, try and surround myself with as many people as I can who are doing the same thing. And so I've I've hopped into a couple of other discords and I wanted to kind of start my own just to see if I could find some folks who were in the same boat as me. And it's been awesome just to see it grow. People who hopped in and like to make stuff. And I mean, it's like, it's our own little corner of the internet. It's yeah. fantastic. A lot of people are really good at one thing. Sure. And it seems like you dive in and, and you get into something. And the reason I'm bringing this up and not throwing you a bunch of fluff is that no, do it's great. You, you can do keep you, doing it. It's awesome. Yeah, right. Do you think <laughs> that any of that has has any kind of a negative impact on you, or is it all part of the machine for you? Um, it definitely can have a negative impact in that it the things that I maybe should be focusing on at the time <laughs> might take a backseat, and some of those those things might sometimes be uh, important. Um, but I think it all kind of just boils down to priority. Mm -hmm. I wanted to say obsession there because that's that's quite frankly what it what it really is. And so for me, when I am interested in something, it's like I go I go all in on it. I, I really get interested in that thing, whatever it is. 
and um, almost to a fault. <laughs> People are like, are you <laughs> still doing this? And so, um, and when you spend your time doing something, you just naturally get better at it. And um, I've learned early on that when you want to get better at something, you find people who are much better at that thing than you. And you either learn from them or you compete with them or all of those things are going to sharpen you in whatever it is you're doing. And so early on, it was skateboarding. Uh, it was guitar. It was drums. It was, uh, I was in, I was a gymnastics coach for a while. So oh, I did wow. gymnastics. I didn't know that. Um, I, uh, you know, I was on swim team. Like, so it was like, it was athletics and it was the arts and it was just all these different things. And I think whatever it was that landed on my plate that I decided to, to put my focus into, um, I just, it wasn't even a, I have to be the best at this. It was, <laughs> I wonder how good I can get at this thing for no other reason other than like, oh, wow, I'm better today than I was yesterday. And I don't think it ever really crossed my mind to say like, I'm going to be a professional skateboarder or I'm going to be a studio drummer and get paid to do these things. <laughs> It was just more about the game of how good can I get at this thing, yeah. whatever it is. Yeah. Um, and I think I've always just kind of had that. Um, I've just met so many people who have been like, how come you're not filthy rich? And I say, I don't know. How come I'm not <laughs> filthy rich? You tell me. <laughs> um, I guess it just never really, until recently with this whole like YouTube thing, like, oh, wow, I can make a lot of money doing this. Yeah. Um, but it's never been my priority to say like, how can I, how can I kill this golden goose? I guess. <laughs> right, is that, is right. that the analogy? I don't know how that works. <laughs> that's that. That's interesting. There's so many people who I think who aren't very creative. I, I don't want to pick on anybody who who doesn't make something. I, I don't know why anybody wouldn't. I just I can't fathom why you wouldn't just wake up one morning and say, what can I make today? You know, because that's right. that's kind of what life is for me. But it's the dream. Do you find that anytime you compare yourself to somebody, I know you're striving to get better at something because everybody, everybody who is good at something has basically sat down and said, I want to strive to be better. Mm -hmm. But has, has there ever been a time where you just kind of got down and said, I, I just can't do this. These people are so much better than me and they're just, they're awesome. I can't do that. I mean, because <laughs> a lot of, I'm, I know there's people listening. I guess I should qualify this. There are people listening, myself included, who at times can get down and say, uh, I'm just going to keep working at the factory, you know? Sure, sure. I think, you know, comparison is a can be uh, a, a really strong motivator, um, but it can also be quite poisonous if you're not careful with it. And um, I think I've just never really had the mindset of like, I'm going to, beat the crap out of this person in this thing. It was always a, wow, look what's possible, you know? And I think it's like that whole thing where like up until a certain point, human beings were, it was known, like we'll never run a six minute mile. And then some <laughs> schmuck was like, I did it. And then everyone was like, oh, well, duh. And now no one can run a five minute mile. And then some schmuck again was like, Oh yeah, I did that too. And then everyone was like, "Oh wow, well no one will ever run a four minute mile." You know, and so it just keeps going. And there are people who hear that and go, "Ugh, I'm tired. I'm done. I'm out." But then there's like that one guy, that one schmuck who's like, "I wonder if I, I wonder if I could." 
I bet I could. Right. <laughs> and then, <laughs> right. you know, training montage, chariots of fire sort of thing. And then, boom, four minute mile. And so I've always tried to use comparison in a sense of just like, look what's possible. Yes. Look what you can do. And you also have to look at context of like, okay, who is this person? Like, did they just spend 16 hours a day for the last 10 years of their life? Well, of course they're that good at that thing because that's all they do. But you tell them to microwave minute minute rice and they're not going to know how long to microwave it because <laughs> all they've done is learn to play classical guitar. Um, so, you know, there's a give and take to it all. Yeah. So I think by by using that that sort of balance, that check and balance to say, okay, that's what po- that's what's possible if it takes it out of that sort of toxic environment of like, ugh, can't stand how good that guy is. Yeah. Now, child, now, child prodigy on their hand. Um, yeah, we we can all equally hate them for oh yeah their skill. Yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely hate those people. Awesome, yep. hate the youth. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm the old one here. I can <laughs> <laughs> those kids, those kids and their talent. Yeah, yeah. I I find that a lot. Uh, just in my age group and above, if, uh, I got friends who are like, "Dude, what are you doing on YouTube? That's that's for kids, you know." And and I look at TikTok, and we're gonna get to that later. But I look at TikTok, and I'm like, "I don't, I don't, I don't fit in here, man. I don't, I can't dance. I don't do anything fun. <laughs> I mean, I guess I can mix drinks, you know, and there just kind of like, you know, there it is, you know, show a little There's drawing that. of it in the background." So Jordan and I start drinking like an hour and a half before we start rolling. <laughs> well, that handles it. <laughs> and the thing is, we start we start rolling like when we when we get there. So even when we've both got our laptops open oh. and we're like we're typing in what we need, and we're we're pound we like we bring our we bring pounders and then we bring like the <laughs> the beer and then we have pounders. So it's like. You're already tipsy by the time you're like you're finishing up the last few like notes, <laughs> but there's already some gems in there. Yeah. So, so the 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 trick is just be hammered. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. You can't be too serious about this stuff. You really can't. Right. So you know you hear about social lubricant. Like you need to be like hot tubbing in it. You're yeah. Just like yeah. You're just yeah. WD forty social exactly. WD forty ready to roll. Because, like, there's been times when we've had, I think we did, like, um, I think we did a Guinness episode. And I think we each had, like, five or six. And we're just like, <laughs> this isn't working. And we've had to pee, like, 12 times. Right, they're only 4%. Like, this is not <laughs> working. This is not doing it. So, yeah. And so I think we've started we started bringing liquor to the podcast and just doing, like, a couple shots and then a couple pounders. And then we then we start rolling. Like, well, we'll be rolling anyway. Yeah. Because I think the mindset, it's so hard to get past the mindset of like, um, me and Jordan are just hanging out and having a conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Because you immediately are like, so Jordan, how, uh, (laughs) tell me about, uh, that one time. (laughs) And, you know, we both slip into that persona because it's, I mean, you got a fucking microphone. Right, right. Think like, it's, it's (laughs) like, how are you not supposed to do that? Right, but I think by hitting record early, and then by getting into that mode while all this stuff is rolling, you you just tune it out, and then you just start talking to the person sitting across from you. Yeah, and the, I you know in the number of episodes we've recorded, I feel like there's only been at least in my eyes maybe like three or four times that's legitimately happened 
where we've just been like, wow, I feel like that's the conversation we would have had if we were at the bar, yep. you and me, or yep. if I was at your house or you were at my house. Like that's the conversation we legitimately would have had. Yep. Um, but it's hard to get to that mode when it's like, okay, are you ready to be funny? Okay, let's do it. Okay, ready? All the wittiness right now, okay? I need you to put away all of the staged comedy and right now authenticity. Yep. Ready? Yep. Now. Yeah. So Jordan, how was your day? <laughs> like it's like how do you do that? Right. You can't. You just can't. Yeah. So you have to you have to ease into it. And so it's usually the back half. It's that's where the good stuff happens. You're in Virginia right now and I'm in mm-hmm. Ohio right now. So we're doing this over the internet. It's a it's a really cool kind of a thing that we have nowadays. I mean, you yeah. just I remember as a kid there was this was not even thought of. Mm-mm. I mean, not yeah, even on it's, Star it's, Trek. <laughs> You know, <laughs> I'm gonna dial up an, a stranger on the internet <laughs> and talk to them. Yeah, I'm yeah. gonna have them look at my face, <laughs> and I'm gonna look at their face, and we're gonna look at each other's faces, and we're gonna talk. And we're gonna wave. Yeah, and then I'm gonna give him my phone number. Hell and yeah! He's gonna give me his phone number. So at any point during the day, if he wants me to see his face. It's possible because of a rectangle in my pocket. Yeah, absolutely. It's, Drinking it's with bizarre. strangers. <laughs> <laughs> That's a show. <laughs> it is. <laughs> I hate talking about gear too much, but at the same time, I love talking about gear. We've talked about your microphone a little bit. How has gear actually helped you as an artist? <laughs> um, or Henry? You know, it's it definitely is one of those things where you you – you don't like to rely on it too much. You want to tell people who are starting out, like don't don't think you need gear list ABC or XYZ to do a thing. And for the most part, that's true. If the story's good, if what it is you're trying to to say is done so in a creative way, in a concise way, it's gonna get said and it's it's going to be shared. Um, but there is something to be said too about a solid story and a well-made point where it's also beautifully shot and the sound design is gorgeous. So, you know, it's it, it's like, you know, these viral videos that, that go viral that are shot on an iPhone and the guy is uh, inside of a magic bullet or something, like the, the shaky camera and like the, the poor quality and yet it still has 80 bajillion views. Right. It's like, okay, that kind of adds to the charm of it. Um, and there's plenty of like, you know, little short films and things that people have shot that have gone mega viral that right. that aren't super high quality. But um, I think using what you have is important. And I think as you start to learn how to use those tools, you can upgrade to something that's a little shinier and a little heavier and uh, makes you a little more sad if you drop it and break it. Um, but it should never be a uh, a hindrance to the initial idea. If you've got an idea, uh, you gotta you gotta use what you got and you gotta execute on it because you know it, it just it'll never get made if you just like sit here and talk about it all day and go, man, wouldn't it be cool if? And then nothing, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> and nowadays phones are so powerful. Like if you've got an i whatever iPhone, iPad, like. These things are so ridiculously strong now. It's like, why do I even carry around a DSLR anymore? It doesn't right. make any sense. Right. <laughs> I I find that gear often kind of gets in the way, mm-hmm. you know, and and 
I'm kind of a gear nut. I, I have to, <laughs> I have to do this. I have to do that. And, um, and actually, as we were sitting here chatting, I realized that even though I got everything going, I'm looking over at my battery. I'm like, why is my battery not going down at all? Yep. It's because I didn't hit the little red button that said record. So I've got <laughs> audio, but I don't have any video. So that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. Well, we so, got video of me. So for the first 21 minutes, it yeah, could just be me, baby. That's absolutely just right. Like, and we hey, can, guys. We can cut. We can play. You know, <laughs> no big deal. Um, uh, that's but I, I think... And I knew this was going to happen. I did. Anytime, anytime you sit down with a lot of different things and trying to get schedules going, and uh, I woofed down half a pizza before this, and uh, you know other things. You better for it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I uh, I was I was concentrating on some other things, but you know, gear. I really want to express this to anybody listening. Gear, you don't have to have it. You just mm-hmm. don't. I I hear it all the time. I, I use Panasonic for recording video. And people are like, oh, dude, you need, you need automatic focus. And how do you do that? And it's, it's not, it's not hard. You know, right. most of the time the camera's in the, within reach right now. It's like way far away. I can't reach it, but the, you know, use an iPhone. You can, yeah. you can do what you got to do. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I'll throw in the little ad that, that you, you know. All right. For those of you just tuning in, um, I had a major faux pas, total total screw up, total fuck up on my end where I didn't basically record the first 20 minutes and <laughs> that's how it goes. So, so Mike if- and I just had a conversation, <laughs> just a human to human conversation yeah. and you all missed it. You did. You did. I, I'm going to edit all that out so you don't have to see it. But basically <laughs> this is the, uh, the, the whiskey that I've put down the first segment of the show and uh <laughs> it's called Jefferson's Reserve so if you're listening you already know all that but uh you know we're going we're going to play around with technology a little bit on this part of the show I'm going to move on to something a little bit easier and I was actually thinking of you when I did this because oh I know at least I recall seeing you drink a stout is that right I love Porter, stouts. porters yeah. and stouts well you're I didn't plan this I didn't know he's going to drink an IPA I almost got an IPA <laughs> And I was looking for something in Virginia and North Carolina. Again, we'll get to that in a minute. Mm. But I love Dragon's Milk. This this one's one I've not seen before. This is Dragon's Milk White. It's a bourbon barrel-aged white stout. Interesting. Yeah. I've never tried that one before. It's only 6% 6%, too, so it should be easy to drink um, in terms of uh, not knocking me out. Like some of their other go. dragon's milks, <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> but in, in going along with the theme of the bourbon and all that, I'm not talking into my mic, but going on with all the the bourbon and stuff, I think this is a pretty good one. And I'm going to pour this in a goblet because you mentioned goblet. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, it helps. I feel people. like Michael Worth and goblets are synonymous. Yeah, I got to have a goblet. But basically, <laughs> this is what's so interesting about this. When you say stout. That's not what you expect to see. No. So, huh. isn't it that looks neat? like an IPA. Yeah, it does. It's uh, it's pretty neat. I've had one of these from Stone, which is from mm-hmm. Virginia. I didn't plan that either, but there not from Virginia, but Southern California, and they have a place in Virginia. Mm-hmm. Um, called this, I'm not even going to try to pronounce it. It's one of their <laughs> something projects. It starts with an S. <laughs> I never say it right, but anyway. <laughs> so, cheers to you, and thanks for being on the show. Absolutely. Thanks uh, for having me. 
there are, we just got done talking about a lot of different stuff, but I want to ask you what's next for you. Where, why is North Carolina such an issue for you today? Why are you painting your ceilings and wearing yourself out every night (laughs) at your old house? Well, for those of you who are listening to this 10 years in the future, we are currently in the middle of a global pandemic and uh, we have to all stay home (laughs) and distance ourselves socially, which normally would be okay for folks like us, people who would just much rather keep our heads down and our nose in a sketchbook or whatever. Um, But uh, I am in the middle of a job transition uh, and a job transition that takes me across state lines, which means I have to sell the current home that I'm in. And I do this because this is the home that I'm, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm Vanna Whiting, for those of you listening. Um, I'm just going to do as much visual. You're right, right, yeah. As many visual cues as I can so the people listening will just be like, oh, God, okay, fine. I'll watch this stupid podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll, just, we'll have a whole miming segment, just 17 minutes of silence where we just sign language to each other. Well, it's really going to be funny uh, when I leave it all black in the beginning. <laughs> like, oh, I thought this was a video, just, man. <laughs> <laughs> I play with cameras. Um but uh I yeah, so I am I am switching jobs. I am um leaving my home here in Virginia of 20 years uh to move to North Carolina to work for a one Mr. Beast who is a for those of you who are uninitiated. Um he's a YouTuber and quite frankly one of the biggest YouTubers in the world. He's uh currently at 30 2 million subscribers? 33 million? I haven't checked. It, it seems like it's changing every day. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I will be switching from doing uh, video and social media work here in Virginia to doing strictly social media content creation for Mr. Beast, which is insane. Like thinking about it and saying it out loud, still, it still doesn't sound real. It's like this weird fairy tale like <laughs> job. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna go make fairy dust and sprinkle it on people and they're gonna give me money is basically what I'm gonna actually fun story. I went to go deposit the the first round of checks that I got from him because I'm not quite I'm not on the direct deposit yet. So <laughs> they, you know, they I <laughs> I took the check to the bank and I handed it to the teller and she <laughs> she looked at it. And it was like three or four checks, like just a bunch of them. And she like <laughs> looks at it and then she looks at me and she's like, where do you work? <laughs> and I was like, oh God, how do I start this story? Uh, I work for a YouTuber. <laughs> she was like, a what? <laughs> I should have just said drugs. That would have been easier to explain. I saw I manufacture drugs in my basement. <laughs> it's just that would have been way easier. She would have been like, "Oh, drugs. I know what drugs are. I don't know what YouTube is, but drugs I understand. Which right. is why this check got it. Okay, drugs. One drug check deposited. Do you want that in small bills or oh, big bills because it's drugs? Here's right. That's <laughs> signed Jimmy Heisenberg. <laughs> yeah, basically. Jimmy Drugs is his name. <laughs> just God. It's just such a weird thing to be like, yeah, I'm gonna go work for a guy who makes videos for YouTube. And they're like, yeah. Isn't YouTube free? I'm like <laughs> Yes. You're you're absolutely right. It's free. 
Um, but so is TV, unless you're paying for cable, in which case it's not. But she she had a very hard time. Yeah, understanding. <laughs> yeah, was I get to ask too? If since we were talking about age, there what was she older or was she? <sighs> She didn't look like she looked like maybe she was in her thirties. I mean, she should be able to figure that out. Really? Yeah. That's crazy. I mean, I'd understand if she's 47, you know. (laughs) (laughs) 47. When you're 47, that's when they kick you off on an iceberg, right? Yeah. Yeah. Send send you off to die. Yeah. I'm in a bad place. I really am, especially with all this, (laughs) this, this turmoil on the internet these days. I'm not a millennial (laughs) and I'm not a boomer. (laughs) <laughs> but I identify with both. So no matter where I go, the old people kick my ass and the young people kick my ass. And I'm just kind of stuck in the middle, you know? There you go. And here we are recording a podcast. Yeah, yeah. Well, the yeah. second half of a podcast. The first half was just darkness. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe I did that. And yeah, I really never know. I really enjoyed the facial expressions I was giving to the intro. That was perfect. <laughs> <sighs> Maybe if, if it's like a mixed pre- do you think maybe I have like like when you hit the beginning, when you hit the record, you get like a safety record in the beginning? Yeah. Yeah, probably not. All you have to do is go back through and listen to it in ADR and then just mime the first half of it. And just <laughs> just your video. Right. And then just do this and you're like, is he saying? I feel like he's not talking. I could always just is pre- he okay? I could just pretend I wasn't in sync. I'd be like, Yeah. <laughs> or just loop the same three seconds from the back half of this video. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I mean, the whole the whole episode is going to be on uh, YouTube and uh, the the podcasting whatever you whatever that magic is that puts out podcast podcasts. world. Yeah, um, but yeah, yeah, it, it, it'll be out there. But you know, such is life. It's what is what happens. Go. I got to be honest with you. I was only focused on the booze. Cause yeah. you know, and Paul's oh, not same. here. I, you know, when I'm, when Paul's not here, I just, Paul, I don't know what to do. You know, right. we're kind of like, um, I like to think of us as the, the two, the two in that TV, that movie, that, that film. Batman and Robin. No, you're close. Green Hornet and Kato. No, not superheroes, dude. Sonny and Cher. Look at this. <laughs> Batman and Robin. <laughs> Fat Man and Robin. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, the you know the alien, the alien. They're Paul. going around the world. Paul, Paul, the alien. You know, Paul. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that, I don't know, I know. who is like Paul and Simon Pegg. <laughs> yes, that's what I'm trying to get. At. I'm Nick a Frost. I'm, and a, I'm more Simon of a Nick Pegg. Frost than a Simon Pegg, clearly. But <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, I feel like I'm missing all my my little cues. Yeah, this is when Paul kind of jumps in on me and looks at me, and then there's a there's a Jackson Pollock thing, and then there's a uh, nickelback thing and then you know we lose more listeners but anyway i got it i got to just talk we got to talk about more stuff with you because i don't want to get out of this show without getting all of the just of felix slater so the juicy deets yeah yeah they say you have a podcast which is I just do. fantastic you and jordan stratton just kind of i mean i i listen to it a lot uh, just as I'm painting and drawing. Oh, that's nice. That's nice. I I packed I packed an extra beer in a cooler because I didn't a- want it to I didn't want it to be warm. <laughs> right. I, it's legit. There's an there's an ice pack. Yeah, and this is cold. It's you can see. Oh, I'm shooting in yes. 4K. You can see <laughs> the water folks, droplets. This is this is podcast preparedness. 
yeah. we're in a pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> well, yours is a little more manly than mine. <laughs> I brought one too. <laughs> and uh wow Uh, it's pretty cool stuff you know i got water over here but (laughs) i do too (laughs) it's mine's secretly positioned behind the candle that way when i go to grab it it's ow ow you accidentally (laughs) drink candle wax (laughs) you don't need no stinking water man you know (laughs) oh well where were we we were talking about your podcast. Tell me, tell me oh, about yeah. that. Are you, how are you guys going to? How are you going to do that? Are you going to do it like this? Are you going to make yeah, Jordan drive so, to you every time? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think the plan is to have one of us forget to turn on the camera for mm-hmm. the first half mm-hmm. of the podcast, uh, and then just show blackness. Yeah. And then, yeah, that, I, it's, it's all the rage. I just days. about had dragon's milk out of my nose. <laughs> that, that would have been hilarious <laughs> on all this equipment. <laughs> uh, yeah, the plan is to socially distance ourselves while being closer than ever. Uh, this microphone is slowly like lowering itself as I talk. It's hilarious. <laughs> it's so funny. It's so funny to just watch it like... <laughs> Which, side note, one of the funniest moments of my life, I was having a conversation. This has nothing to do with Jordan and the podcast. We'll get to Jordan. <laughs> yeah, Jordan yeah, we, has, we, we got you know, time. I was, I was having lunch with a gentleman who was, uh, he was affiliated with my work, and he was talking about a project or something, but we went to go get food. He said, you want to go get some, some lunch? And I said, absolutely. I love lunch. Lunch is one of those things I think about all the time, every single day, all day. And so... We went and we got barbecue, and he got himself a pulled pork sandwich. Delicious. And so he's talking the whole time, and his tray of food is just sitting there. Like, he hasn't touched it. You can tell he wants to, but he hasn't touched it because he's talking. (laughs) So I'm scarfing my food down. (laughs) I don't hear a word he's saying because I'm thinking, how is he going to pause in the middle of him talking and take a bite of his food? And so I just, I kept lobbing him like, one word, two word answer. It's like, no. uh-huh. Oh, that's great. Yeah, absolutely. And then just eating my food while he was eating his food. And so I'm going to use my phone. This is his sandwich. And so I guess he had just gotten to the point where he was fed up with it. And so he starts talking and he's making a point. And as he's making a point, he's slowly leaning down to his sandwich and he just <laughs> continues to talk to me while he's saying what he needs to say. And he says, you know, it's just one of those things I just really understand. And I was watching this whole situation unfold. He's just, he was here. And I think with every like mouth open and and like consonant and vowel, it was like, he was like gumming his sandwich. I'm like, dude, just take a bite. Just take a bite of your food. I feel so bad. But at the same time, I need to see this situation play out. That's um, fantastic. So Jordan's good. He, uh, <laughs> yeah, we're gonna we're gonna socially distance our podcast. Uh, all the gear is currently at my house facility environment, and so we we need to get him all of the equipment and set up and basically do yeah do this number. So yeah, he's been super busy with stuff. I've been absolutely insane. 
I had even told them that I was recording a podcast with you. He'd be like, what the hell, dude? We haven't recorded a podcast. And you're <laughs> off recording podcasts with other... I'll tell them I was thinking of him the whole time. Yeah, yeah. Well, in that. fairness, too, this is only the second time I've even attempted to do video with a podcast. <laughs> the first one was just, we threw up an iPhone and... It's working and, and great. said, you know, let's do this and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and uh, I thought, well, this will be perfect for social distancing. And, you know, every time I put out a feeler on my server for Discord and even your server for Discord, it's hilarious because everybody's just Scatter. chatting. You know, yeah, and as soon as I go, hey, does anybody want to test? I hear nothing. His vision's based <laughs> yeah. on movement. Yeah, yeah, he's going to see us. I've told, I told you early on, though, I was, I was down to, yeah. to podcast yeah. with you. So yeah, and I don't, pick, I don't want to pick on people either because I know everybody's got No, let's got do lot, it. Lot, let's, let's, no, let's say names. Let's call well, people Well, if, if we're going to do names... <laughs> <laughs> it's your podcast we can do whatever you want well he's he dropped into my server here a little bit ago i said i wrote in in uh, the the discord server on my my end the mike's lounge i said don't i forgot to hit record on my camera oh, no. and uh, poor, poor ginky ginky jumped in he says you're like me <laughs> so, poor guy he breaks everything you know <laughs> Well, then he knows what works and what doesn't. <laughs> right, right. But I will say, he is the only one that showed up in my server when I said, hey, we're going to be on the show, blah, blah, blah. So anyway, there you go. Uh, shaming everybody out guy. on my server, you know. Hey, guys. What a guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I <laughs> got like a sandwich going here. <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, he's just a really important guy to the server. Just really enjoy having him. And it's great that he's the only one that showed up when we were asking about people who wanted to listen in. So I really appreciate his support and just everything. It almost went out my nose. Oh, no. That would have been horrible. It was, it's a full nose. beer. It's it's a full beer. <laughs> I actually feel, got, feel bad for the guy, you know, just because... <laughs> It's you know when you have like food in front of your dog, and it's like there you go. Just no. Oh, I was. Wa- I mean, I was you probably know. sitting like this, like he was talking to my face, and I was just <laughs> my plate was clean, so I didn't have anything else to do. And the I'm one word taking... answers. That's that's fantastic. Yeah, absolutely, I do. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so I got I got to ask because we didn't share this with our listeners here uh what is the name of your podcast the name of uh the podcast that myself and jordan stratton host is called i don't want to grow up um it, we call it idwigu uh because it's a very long name for a podcast <laughs> uh, but basically we find topics um <clears throat> where that topic was pertinent when we were kids, and it's still something that we may do or experience or uh, live today as adults. And then we decide through a very scientific process of drinking and laughing and riffing, um, we decide if that thing was better as kids or if it's better now as adults. So things like travel or Christmas uh, or exercise uh, or all you know, all of these things, television, movies, um, it's it's just one of those things where you you know you grow older and you think wow this thing abc sucks now and then you think <laughs> why did i like this so much as a kid and so it's it, rather than just that being a single thought we delve into that 
over a period of an hour right. and get absolutely nothing done because we get <laughs> uh, <laughs> more and more hammered as the episode uh, progresses and then we reach a conclusion. It's good fun. It's, it's quite entertaining. I want to get chocolate wasted. <laughs> <laughs> chocolate wasted. <laughs> That's us. Yeah, yeah we're, we're, ch- we're like, we're chocoholics, but yeah. instead of chocolate, it's alcohol. Yeah, it's good times. I, I enjoy every every episode. It's just fantastic. Thank I, uh, you. Appreciate I messed up that. a painting because of it once. <laughs> <laughs> I was drawing along and I giggled and I, you know, oh no, not to Jackson Pollock. Um, <laughs> all right. So I got to ask you, you've, you've got a rat. You've got a rat that you've made famous. You've got this little rat that basically, and, and people don't necessarily think of a rat as a celebrity. Sure. But this little thing, <laughs> this dude, this long-legged, long-armed, creepy little rat. <laughs> How did I get in your head? <laughs> oh, gosh. So um, you are referring to Roscoe. Mm-hmm. Uh, his, uh, his name, um, the origin of his name, I, I purposely intend on keeping a secret. On how I got his name, it the the name of this rat and how I got to his name is actually very 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 near and dear to my heart. Photo gels, and, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so, um, uh, I may at some point divulge how I got his name, um, but uh, today is not that day. <laughs> what do we say to the god of death? Um, <laughs> <laughs> not today. I think it's funny to switch the accent up in like the middle of that. Like, right. What do we What do we say to the god of death? Not today, please. Just, See, yours is better than mine. I just sound what? like I'm a dirty man, you know? <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah, just Cheech and Chung. Not today, friend. What? You want to say what to the god of death? Uh, so Roscoe is just kind of this weird sort of creation out of a lot of the things that I love. So animation, like old school animation. I grew up watching Looney Tunes, the Tex Avery stuff, like just absolutely loved it. And um, I used to wake up like super early and didn't want to wake my parents up. So I would watch, I would watch Looney Tunes on mute. (laughs) And so just like the visual gags alone of those shows of, of the series was, was enough was enough. You didn't even need the sounds. Yeah. When you turn the sounds on, obviously it added to it. But the animation was just so good. It was just so good. And so it was a lot of a lot of that combined with like street art and culture and um just music and just there's just it's just this this weird amalgamation of the things that I love. Um kind of manifested themselves into this this freaking rat. <laughs> One day I was just doodling and he just popped out of nowhere and he's not very different. Like, you know, when you look at like Bart Simpson when Matt Granig first drew him and you look at Bart Simpson now, you're like, what were you thinking? He looks nothing like, you know. Uh, the first few iterations of Roscoe were slightly different, but he's like, I feel like I've kind of hit like, this is how you draw who Roscoe is. And he's got a couple of things that are telltale. You've got the 
the sort of bandage across his nose. You've got the bandage across one of his arms. You've got the the little tag out of his ear and his freaking shoes are always untied. <laughs> and all of those things are on purpose. Those all have significant meaning to me. Oh, really? Um, so I've tied a lot of those things into his character. Um, and just the way I draw him and the things that I put him in, I always try and think of something that is important to me, whether it was a a moment in time or a friend or a memory or any of those things. I try and implement that into anything that I, I do or draw or paint. So yeah. this one in particular, like, you know, he's, I'll show it to the main camera. He's holding a water bottle, but not very well yeah. because it's spilling out everywhere and all the bottles are spilling out and there's a real rat on a balloon. He's like, dude, what are you doing? Come back. And <laughs> yeah, that's so cool. That's a hydro um, flask, right? This is a hydro flask. Yep. I've dropped it uh, multiple times. It's got <laughs> scratches and stuff on it. And then these guys right here, the instigators, they're just <laughs> always yelling. <laughs> the instigators. <laughs> um, so I've got stuff on here that's like, in, this one doesn't have a whole lot of like the the paraphernalia that I, I try and include in all of the pieces. And actually the shirt on here, I don't know if you can see that on your... Yeah. Uh, so um, that is the logo for a band called MXPX. And that is m one of my my wife's favorite bands. She grew up listening to MXPX and they had this little punk rock dude. And so I try and incorporate just, it just, it's fun to, to me to build universes. Mm -hmm. And so the more stuff you can kind of tie in from things that you already know that you love, when people recognize that, it becomes this instant bond. And I actually had someone comment on the YouTube video for this. They were like, I'm so happy that you put MXPX in this t-shirt. <laughs> and that, I mean, it does. It becomes an instant sort of thing that people recognize oh, yeah. and they bond with. And like, yeah. okay, I understand the vibe of who this person is. I get what you're doing here. Uh, I'm on board. So never call attention to it. Never say like, check this out or look at this thing that I did. Like, it's just always very subdued. You know, I, I enjoy that style of art, of comedy, of music, of film, of literature. I love the subdued importance when you do something that is yes. so big and important, but you don't say anything about it. it. It To me, you feel more attached to it when you notice it. Yeah. Rather than being like, yes. look at this. It's just, it, <laughs> you feel like you earned something. You feel like you, you got there on your own if you arrive at that conclusion yourself. To me, that, I don't know. There's just something about that connection that you can't you can't fake, and yeah. if you can create that, yeah, yeah, you win. I, I think <laughs> I think it's you know it's comedy timing, but it's also in your case creative timing. You uh, you do this in your videos too. There's a lot of that, you know, just subtlety. Um, the clouds and dirt video. I got to bring that up because I mentioned that in the intro. Mm -hmm. um, I I busted out laughing. When you took off running down the street, but you stopped for lemonade, right? It's like, got to have lemonade from the poor little girl out in front right. selling lemonade on the street. You know, that was, that that bit of comedy just drives the creativity through the roof, you know, in so many, so many ways. <laughs> Fun fact about that lemonade, the, the, the family that I asked if I could, flash run in front of their house and, and use their kid as like a lemonade stand, whatever. Um, 
They said, sure, we don't have lemonade though. And I said, that's fine, whatever you can serve. So they ended up putting water and orange juice and lemon juice into a pitcher. So <laughs> so it looked like lemonade and it was so hot that day. It was like 104 that day. Oh, wow. And I was running around in pants because I was like, it's going to look cooler. So, <laughs> I don't know. So I was running around in pants and it was so hot. I drank the whole thing. It was so gross. It was <laughs> orange juice, water, lemon juice, and something else to make it look like yellowish. It was it was disgusting, but I drank the whole thing. <laughs> Fun fact. Didn't know behind that. the scenes. And that was that was Jordan uh making the little card house, right? Jordan, it was at the end. Yeah, he yeah. made the house of cards yeah, at I'll, the end. Yeah. I'll put a link to the video in my my description on YouTube so folks can go see that. And <laughs> and on the uh the podcast itself there'll be a link. But it's it's absolutely hilarious. Uh you gotta go see it. It was uh it was actually a promo video, right? Yep, that was uh, one of the many facets that led me to uh, selling my home and moving to North Carolina to work for Mr. Beast, actually. <laughs> so you never the, know. Yeah. You never, you never know, know, kids. You know, make that stuff, put it out there and do your thing because eventually the beast will bite you. <laughs> <laughs> the beast that bites back. No, that's, uh, that's pretty cool. I uh, that, w- that was the for me as a creator because I – I latched onto this whole YouTube thing thinking, how can I put fine art? I'm clearly not Bob Ross, so I don't want to have a PBS show and do a, do a thing. You know, I, I like Bob. Don't get me wrong. That's not, that's not where I'm going with that. Uh, Imagine if you just took a stance on like how much you hate Bob Ross. I know, right? like, like no one ever, no one ever was like, you know what I hate? You know, I'd, I'd you get, know what yeah. I hate? <laughs> I think I'd get three copyright strikes right away. I'd be done. But uh, no, it's it's kind of one of the things where I thought to myself, if I if I decide I'm going to do something visual in video, I've got to do this. Well, I, I'm a Nikon guy, right? So say no more. But I, I could never get those cameras to ever do what I want. And they're older. They're I got a Nikon D800E and I've got a Nikon D600. And I, I go clear back to the film days with Nikon. And I really felt like I was you know, ditching and, uh, uh, I thought I was getting a divorce is what it felt like when I kept saying, <laughs> I gotta get a different camera, man. This is, I can't do this Camera's with this anymore. You know, you. you know, it's like, Not like to, we've been through so much. I know. Right. <laughs> and it's like, I'm looking at it going, but, but you've got two card slots. You've got two card slots, you know, anyway, <laughs> all, you know, all the rage. But, um, I, I thought to myself, why can't I keep shooting Nikon and go get me a, a camera that, that does what I needed to do. And of course, everybody harassed me because, you know, oh, you bought a Panasonic. They don't do good, you know, this and that. But they're, they're perfect for me because the, the record limits and uh, the things that I want to use them for. And then I noticed as I'm going on, I was like, well, my, my audio just doesn't, doesn't, it's not good, you know. And, and audio, <laughs> I think, in a video, I think audio is about 70%, 80% of the, the, the whole package. You know, oh, absolutely. And that's one of the things I love about your videos. There's so much sound design that goes into <laughs> everything. I mean, it might not, it might even be like clueless, but there's a noise there and you go, right. What, 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 what was that? You know? And it's like, <laughs> that's really cool. So on our server again, or on your server, I should say, um, you know, I was just, oh, I don't want to start a podcast. I don't, you know, and I got to thinking it might be good for my audio skills to do this. I mean, as a drummer, I've been around a lot of stuff and I've got a recording workshop 
school just down the road from me. And it's, uh, I've recorded there for years. And I thought to myself, yeah, there's no reason for me not to know how to do this at all. You know, because I mean, in in video and you've, you've seen it, I'm sure too, with your, your music as well. Video, the YouTube community, I don't want to say we're behind on audio, (laughs) but we kind of are, you know, it's like, okay, this, oh, look, there's a, there's a toy microphone we can buy. That toy microphone mm-hmm. will make your video sound so much better. Yeah. <laughs> but you realize that, you know, and, and and people see these microphones in front of our faces and things, and they think, I don't need all that, you know. And mm-hmm. and yeah, you kind of do. I mean, you you really gotta go with where things are at. And so I I I don't feel like the podcast led me astray because <clears throat> I I basically this this harkens back to a thing I did many years ago where I just like to sit down and talk to people over a drink. So this this is like I was tailor made for this, you know. And I, I'm not perfect. good at it. I'm not Joe Rogan, but you know yet. <laughs> <laughs> Watch out, Joe. That's right. I Joe. know you're listening. Yeah. If you paint, you're in trouble, don't, dude. <laughs> don't fall asleep, Joe. <laughs> right. I'll draw little pictures on your face. <laughs> I'll draw pictures of you sleeping, Joe. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, that, that kind of led me to things. And that's that's why I say you know for a lot of people and we've we've on this show we've talked about community a lot you really do need to surround yourself with people who <clears throat> inspire you and lift you up and 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 also tell you when you're not doing a very good job because it's like you know if you're if you're not be you can't you have to be I don't want to say thick-skinned but you kind of have to be willing to take some criticism from people who do know what they're doing and that's that's the cool thing about communities and and things like that do you th- do you see yourself with your new career just being able to elevate higher because of the team Mr. Beast has? I hope so. I mean, I've had I've had two interactions with the team so far and both were roughly a week long. Um and it's it really was nothing but positive experience. And you know, like it's going to be weird being the one of the oldest ones on staff. Um, I, and I actually had to when I first when I first met with them and met with Jimmy, I had to kind of lay out some stipulations to say like, you know, you guys are running this multi-million dollar company, which is amazing. You guys could have called anybody, but you called me, which I'm you'll never know how grateful I am for this opportunity. But at the same time, as someone who is a decade older than most of you, uh, I have different priorities than you. And so, you know, this like working until 9, 10, 11 p.m. every single night and then working weekends because you're trying to get a product out when you're 20, that's great. Like, do it, you know? Do it. You don't have any other obligations. Do it. Um I can't do that. I've got different obligations. And I, 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 I frankly, I told them, I said, you know, like I'm, when I'm, when I'm here in the office and I'm on the clock and I'm working for you, like I'm going to give you 1,010%. Like I'm going to give you everything that I got. I'm going to give you the ideas. And I know that there's times when it is all hands on deck and you know what? Same thing, 1,000%. Um, but I can't make it a, a like a, a, a normal thing, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, next week, same thing, like 
I'm working till 10 p.m. tonight. I'm working weekends, all weekend, like, you know, that kind of a thing. Um, but he looked at me and he said, yeah, I get it. Like, that's that's totally fine. And he he appreciated that I laid that out for him right then and there. And I think that coupled with the fact that I'm working with 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 guys that are hungry for it and guys who are doing things that I've I've never I'm going to learn a ton. <laughs> you know, I'm going to I'm going to offer everything that I know how to do. I'm going to do my best to elevate my little corner of of the market while I'm there and say like here's my ideas and here's what I can do for you guys, but I don't want to go in saying like I'm going to change everything because that would be dumb <laughs> and that would be incorrect because I know that I'm going to learn way more from these folks than I am going to be able to contribute. Now, my hope is that I can contribute enough to them, to them where they say, I think we'll keep paying you <laughs> to hang out with us. <laughs> um, we'll let you continue supporting your family while you're here since you've you know sold your home and moved here. Um, but I'm excited to work with them because while they might be younger than me, they, I look at myself when I was, when I was that age, a decade younger, I don't think I was that hungry. I was hungry for sure. I wanted, I wanted it. I didn't know what it was. Um, and maybe this is it, what you and I are doing right now. Like this is, this is, I want to be able to sit here and do this without worrying about the shifts I have to work over the next like 20 days so I can like, here's my bills and here's what I'm making. Right. You know, and unfortunately a lot of us are in that point right now, which sucks. But I just, to me, success was like, here's, here's living and the, like the necessary, what you need to do. And here's, here's where you land. So then you don't have to like, I remember being 20 and my friend saying, Hey, you want to go see a movie? And it's like, hang on, let me check my bank account real quick. (laughs) Right. Yeah, right. I can see one movie this week. Yep. Right. So versus like, hey, you want to go see a movie? Like, oh, I've got the time. Let's do it. Like to me, that was success. And so to to go in with that mindset and that sort of, I guess, quote, I have to put quotes, security into this environment where these kids are going to teach me more. Like I'm going to get an education there. Yeah. (laughs) Mike, like the education (laughs) I'm going to get there is going to be second to none because it's one thing to say, like I can get you a million subscribers on YouTube. And then you say, okay, great. Here's a check. Get me there. Or, Hey, you want to come work for me? I've got 33 million subscribers. Like you're clearly doing something right. I'm going to do as much as I can to listen and learn what it is you're doing Absolutely. Not be a not be a bother and contribute what I can because clearly there's something you saw in me that you want. I'm gonna give you everything that I've got in that realm and then some and say, here, take it. How can I conform this to what it is you need? Um, but then hopefully take what I learned and apply it to what I'm doing, you know? So I don't know. I'm excited to see how what that give and take looks like with that team. And just just in the the two, the week and a half two weeks that I've had to interact with them, I'm I'm so excited. These these kids are like I keep saying kids. They're not kids. They're 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 insanely smart. They're insanely talented. They're like, 
you know, I, I've always hated that term, like these kids, because they're not, they're like, they're, they're working in an industry right now. That's well, if, if this does, if this isn't the tent pole and whatever, if they go off to do something else, they're going to be fine. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's, <laughs> so, it's you know, a, it's a new economy too. I mean, there's people who just don't get it. I work in a factory and we've talked about this a little bit on the show that, you know, I, I grew up in the seventies and kind of came to age in the eighties. So I'm kind of like your, uh, when people were watching stranger things, thinking it was kind of cool. That, that was my generation. That's what it was like. <laughs> I mean, you just, you, you did, you wrote, what your, was the upside down? Like, <laughs> well, <laughs> <laughs> so, you didn't grow up in the seventies. Yeah. <laughs> it was a little bit different. I mean, uh, I don't know. I had the big, the big walkie talkie too, you know, with the yeah. six foot antenna, but, yeah. um, there's, there's a little bit of, I think any adult, any creative, especially, I, I think, and Picasso said this really good, you know, you just, you never really grow up. You just kind of keep trying to be that child and do what you did then. And even though you've got responsibilities today, you've got kids, you've got a wife, you've got a mortgage, you've got things you got to worry about. I think there still is a magic when you can kind of grab a hold of that youth. Mm-hmm. And if you're surrounded by other young people and you're young at heart, you're never really getting old. That's the way I yeah. look at it. I'm, I might appear I, old, but I, you know. You're 17. I right. get it. I get, yeah. It's uh, a lot of late nights. I think I about uh, <laughs> broke one of, one of the guy's brains while I was there. <laughs> I was helping them with something. And I guess the conversation naturally steered to like, wait, so how old are you? <laughs> it's like, how old do you think I am? And he guessed a number. And I said, yeah, that's it. That's the number I am. That's how old I am. You got it. <laughs> he goes, no, but for a holiday. And I told him. And he's just kind of looked at me. He said, what? <laughs> I said, oh, not only that, I uh, hit the 10-year mark in my marriage. And I've got two kids, <laughs> five and seven. He's like... That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> How does this happen? I, yeah. <laughs> and I said, look, I'm going to look this way until I'm 50. And then when I'm 50, I'm going to look 450. So uh, <laughs> it's, you know, just the 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 genes I was born into, I guess. <laughs> so, But you're right. The child at heart thing has a lot to do with it. And I think... Yeah. I had I had a very good childhood in that like imagination and the arts and pursuing the things that you wanted want to do to a point were very much stressed in our home and I think a lot of the sort of pitfalls like playing too many video games or watching too much TV or any of those things while I still quite frankly I don't know how I got away with doing so much of that <laughs> Um, because like we were limited to so much. It was like, you're only allowed to watch this much TV. You're only allowed to play this many hours of video games a day. Um, it, while initially the response was like, oh, my parents suck. I'm so mad. Once you cooled down, you found ways to entertain yourself, which ultimately for me led to the arts. My, you know, my brother is a, a musician now and he's a fantastic musician. He can play any instrument you can, you could, you could take the things in your office right now, construct them into an instrument, and hand it to him, and he could play <laughs> it because he just understands music theory so well. Wow. 
that he would be able to play it. And so my my dad was a classical guitarist. My mom is a guitarist and she sings and she draws and paints. And so it was bohemia with with regimen. <laughs> <laughs> I understand uh, that well. <laughs> my dad's a military man. And so there was a lot of that like figure it out kind of a thing, but be home by this time. Get your homework done. Do the things you need to do. No, you can't watch 15 hours of TV today. Like go outside, draw, paint, play your instrument. Um so I in <clears throat> that that childhood to me was vastly important and I think I I've latched on to that so much. I think to just know like how important how important that was to me. And so <clears throat> I've just used a lot of that I guess in what what I do now. That's fantastic. <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> trying to stay on target. These are nine percent. So, oh yeah, you're good. And I good, had good. I had one, and I had a wine, and I had a shot before we started rolling. So here we are. So this All is right. the start, right? We're yeah. just starting. Yeah, we're just starting. I'm, I'm actually going to when we're done. I'm going to redo the intro. Sure, 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 sure. Throw that in. I like I'll, it. Some like, wow, he was real hammered, then sobered up at about the 17 minute mark. <laughs> right. I don't know <laughs> what. What was he drinking? And then what? what did he drink suddenly to go from 17 to 18 that he was like that away? And then he just downhill from there. Right. It's like his metabolism is awesome. <laughs> sriracha sauce. That's what it was. Right, right. Just snorted sriracha. All right. Okay. So the last thing I've got really for you that I want to kind of use to spark our conversation. I've got to ask you, because I don't really remember. I remember there was a lot of drawing. There was a lot of, uh, I'll get to it. Oh, geez, this thing still, wow. I got to know, has the the big pen, has it ever ran out of ink? <laughs> Wait, you didn't watch the video? <laughs> I, I think I did, but it's like all blurry. You know, there's so many things. You've got, you got way too much going on, man. There's just Hold like, on. Every time I turn around, Felix grabs this. Epic, epic scroll of cartoons. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> it's done. <laughs> what is? It? Wow! It did finally run out. For for everybody who's listening, I got to set this up. There was uh, Felix decided he was going to take a big pen and try to determine how long it takes to dry the pen up. So he started drawing. There was like a little character, and then there was another one, then there was another one, and he was sharing it on social media, and <clears throat> I think you got to a point where it just seemed like it was never going to end. I qu- I quit for like three months because yeah. <laughs> I was so I was so mad, I was so mad about how long it was taking, and like it was, I was dr- I was dreading the end of the day. So like normally, you know, seven thirty, eight, eight thirty rolls around, and like. We put the kids to bed and then I hang out with my wife for an hour. So we watch a show and she falls asleep. She She's a runner. So she wakes up at like 4 a.m. to run a million miles. And so she she generally tends to fall asleep early. So by like 9.30ish or so, that's usually like my cue to say, I'm going to go downstairs. I'm going to work on some art or I'm going to play video games or whatever. And um, <laughs> I just found myself like dreading. Like I kept looking over, I'm like, don't, don't fall asleep. 
wake up. Let's keep watching this show. Like there's another episode. Stop. Don't do that. Because if you fall asleep, then I'm going to feel I'm going to feel guilty for not going downstairs and working on this stupid drawing. Like we need to keep hanging out because we need to spend time together. <laughs> and so it just it got to a point where I just I had to stop because the pen pen ink I, I found that when you when you wear out the ink and the pen, it takes a couple of days for the actual like feedback for the pen, like the ink in the tube oh, to sink down. Yeah. <laughs> it's so it's so tightly packed yeah. and there's so much air pressure in there, I guess, that like yeah. it's not like an immediate like whoop. <laughs> <laughs> so you would you would do it and it would be like it may drain like, you know, point zero two of an inch, but it wouldn't show until the next couple days. Uh. And so I draw for like two, three weeks straight. And I'm like, what are you doing? Like, why are you not moving? Because I would put like a piece of tape on the top, like a piece of painter's tape to show like, okay, this is where I'm at. I'm like, this is going to be great. I can knock this out in like four days. Yeah, so that didn't happen. <laughs> wow. So the, so the engineers at Bic, they decided to create this tube that basically just kind of makes you feel like you got more than you really do. They just and you're snuck like, in my house at night were putting more ink into the pen. <laughs> it's what they were doing. Yeah. That's great. Uh, <laughs> I, I know I seen the video. I know I did. I probably knew the answer to that, but I just had to, had to bring it up. But, uh, oh, yeah, man, I, I finished just, it. That is awesome. That is awesome. It was, it, you're full of ideas like this. Like you painted, uh, you, you painted a controller with Roscoe on it. Mm-hmm. And uh, a, a PlayStation controller. Your one wheel is that right? You painted one wheel. <clears throat> I painted the uh, the fender. Oh, that's right. It. So that's like right, yeah. you have like the one wheel, and then it's got like the the additional fender you can purchase from them, which keeps like so if you run through a puddle of water or mud or whatever, it keeps it from you know splashing up on you. Yeah. Uh, I I ended up taking the fender off. Um. Partially because so many people were trying to ride the one wheel, which is great. Oh, like yeah, I want, yeah. I want people to try it. They're built like tanks. Mm-hmm. People always feel weird. Like, oh no, did I break it? I'm like you, you didn't break it. Trust me. Um, but the fender kept getting scratched up because it would tip and scratch. And yeah, I, I put like twenty seven layers of varnish on it. But still, you know, when it's scraping against asphalt ten, fifteen times a day, it's gonna get yeah. scuffed up. So I ended yeah. up just taking it off. But yeah, I did. I did paint a fender for a one wheel, which they awesome. they actually put out in their um, their newsletter, which was kind of cool. That is cool. That is really yeah. cool. That's one of the things I find with your your level of creativity, your your place in making stuff. You know, you just it's amazing to me how much you just kind of get into it, and you just you, it, it's got to be hard to focus. You know, it's like. It's like you just what? It's like you just show up one day and go, I think I'm gonna paint a car. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and then you get the Sharpie out, you start drawing, you do a little bit of painting, and then next thing you know, it's like, holy hell. But there have been plenty of times when I start something, I'm like, this is the thing I'm gonna do. And then you get two days in, you're like, Why did I start this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why did I do this? Uh, this takes forever. Uh, I'm just I'm I'm thoroughly amazed with your creativity though. It's like it's like the whole world is your canvas. You know, and it's like I, I just I can't explain it. I hope everybody listening to the show goes out and gives Felix some love. Share this episode with uh everybody you know because it's it's really important that people know this guy exists because it's he is really, in my opinion, one of those people who you'd never hear about 
but damn, there is some talent there that <laughs> that needs to be exposed, and people need to see it because you just you just do some really crazy stuff. How can people find you on the internet? Uh, if you just search uh, pretty much on any platform for Felix Schlater, F E L I X. And then that space bar, it's the longest button on your keyboard. And then Schlater, S-C-H-L-A-T-E-R, or S-C-H later, as I like to tell people. Uh, I'm on every platform, almost every platform. Yeah, you can pretty much find me anywhere. YouTube, Instagram, TikToks. I was on Tumblr for a little while. That was a dark time in my life. So maybe don't look for me there. Uh, <laughs> that's great. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, you got a website that hasn't been updated in years. So you can look at that. That's great. Um, but yeah, Felix Schlater is generally, I've been trying to consolidate uh, my usernames. You know, when you're younger, you want cool usernames like bomber man wing dude 72 <laughs> and then as you get older you realize like oh i want to apply for this accounting firm with bomber man wing dude 72 at yahoo.com <laughs> i should probably start using my real name <laughs> so i think i hit that point at some at some juncture in my life and so pretty much all my social media you can find me at felix later yes very very happy to have you on here and cheers to you it was a lot of fun i really really had a good time and i will see you on the internets on all four of them all of them all of them all of them okay we'll see you later paul <gasps> i just called you paul <gasps> freudian slips all around this paul man paul do, it do. was yeah. nice yeah. Hey, paul i missed this you was too. actually paul's glass <laughs> This was Paul's hydro flask. <laughs> no, no, I actually, I did do that on purpose. This is getting kind of weird now, isn't it? It's, yeah. It's fine. It's, it's weird. Shh, shh, shh. Just, I, just let it happen. My Genki threw me off. He said, how did it go? Like, we're supposed to be done. Uh, <laughs> nope. Nope. This is a, an episode of uh, I Don't Want I Don't Want to Grow Up, where we just keep going. We you do that, uh, too. <laughs> We're like, man, we should end it. Okay, let's go another three yeah, hours. Yeah. Let's keep yeah. going. Make us an official Joe Rogan episode. <laughs> let's keep digging. Where's, keep digging where's the DMT? Nuggets. We're going to talk about something stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I've got two more of these, so I got I'm more. Getting... And I've got plenty. Of, I probably ought to not go beer to whiskey. That's, that's like one of them faux pas. <laughs> go for it. No. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, anyway, I people go out, go out, everybody listening, really, seriously, everybody listening, go out and give, give Felix some love and, and all that. And I hope you really enjoyed this episode. I did. This is the kind of episode that I really want to do more of. And now I'm going to say bye to Felix Schlater. See ya. Goodbye, Michael Worth. It was nice talking with you. <laughs>